Welcome to the Not So Perfect Christian Life Podcast with Joy and Hannah. Hi everyone, welcome back. Really hope you're all doing well. Um, This week we are going to be talking about giving money away and also the idea of tithing money, which may be, I don't know, maybe a new thing for people to hear or maybe something that you do regularly. But yeah, so I think particularly just at this time where cost of living is going up and people are desperately trying to hang on to their money, the idea of talking about actually giving your money away to God and to charity or in other ways feels really countercultural. So it felt like a good place to speak into that, I guess. So yeah, Hannah, I don't know. I don't, where, where do you want to start, Hannah? <laughs> you don't need to tell us how much money you give away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't do that. But no. <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> it's quite a hard one to know where to start, isn't it? Because there's quite a lot like you could talk about and I suppose um I think about when talk about giving money to church I just think of my own personal experience of doing that and lessons that I've learned along the way and so I'll start there but there's there's loads of other places you could start aren't there but I think my because I grew up in a Christian home and my parents um tithed they gave their money to church so Mm. they didn't actually didn't really talk about that very much that I remember and I don't ever remember the church context I was in sort of ever doing gift days or anything like that where they would talk about raising finances for church so I don't really remember it wasn't like a really open conversation but I remember just sort of knowing that they gave their money to church um and you know they would encourage us to do that as well with pocket money and in church as well there we had a, a carito oh carito that was his name the the little boy that we sponsored and we so we were always sort of me and the other kids my age we were always doing little things to try and fundraise for carito <laughs> and then that was a really lovely thing to do so I suppose there was like a framework for giving yeah that I'm really grateful for because I see people come to faith later on in life and the concept of then parting with at least 10% of your income yeah. to give away to church is quite like a big step for people. I feel it for mm. them because I sort of feel for me, even with like the framework of learning about money from a young age that you give to church and then trying to establish that yeah very early on once we were married and even in in uni days in uni days I didn't sort of give on a regular basis like that maybe I should maybe I shouldn't I don't know um but I would give bits here and there but then once we had like a set income set amount of money of that just always went to finances and I don't know about you I don't know how you found it but I I don't like parting with money. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, I really, I, you know, you read, I want to be a cheerful giver. I really want. <laughs> and I think I have learnt how to be a cheerful giver. But I did used to find it like a little bit grating giving 
away, giving, you know, a chunk of your money away to church um, because you were aware of other things you could have spent it on. But then over years of wanting to take seriously verses like it's better to give than receive and to understand mm. how it's not my money anyway, it's God's money that he's given to me to take care of. And so I want to use it well. Um, you you sort of learn you learn the benefit of giving, don't you? So that mm. it becomes hopefully not something that you just do on a tick list of things you think you should do following Jesus, but you sort of, you see the benefit for yourself as well in generously yeah. giving. Yeah. I feel like that's rambled quite enough to then hand back over <laughs> to you. <laughs> do you. Are you similar or have you sort of learnt it or did it come naturally? Um, well, similarly to you in the sense of growing up with my parents who I was aware gave money away to church and gave money away to different charities. And I think I talked in another podcast about learning quite early on about miracle money. So God yeah. providing for me. Yeah. Um, and so I think really early on, I just learned it and I learned it naturally. I guess also because really early on, I didn't really end up out of pocket <laughs> yeah. because I gave my bit of money away. And then I would, and then I always felt like Jesus yeah, gave me money back. Yeah. Um, so I think that quite early on, I was a bit like, well, this works out really well. Um, <laughs> and I should just state right now that we're, what we're not preaching is a prosperity gospel, that if you give money yeah. away, that God will make you rich because... That's not true. Yeah. Um, but I think I learned very early on the principle which is true, which is um, God will always provide for your needs. Yeah. And sometimes that be, was financial and sometimes he provided it in a different way. But my mum, I always remember my mum saying to me, like, God is no man's debtor. You know, mm. he always, he always provides. And so I... I think I just got used to that, you know, and I just always did it. I mean, I, I didn't really like looking at what my money was before I was sending some of it out. Do you know what I mean? I didn't really want to yeah. have a look at how much money I had and then had to sort of lose it. Yeah. Um, because otherwise it feels a little bit like when you look at how much tax you're giving away and you think that's yeah. outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, then it, and then that doesn't make you cheerful, <laughs> um, even if you're giving it to God and not the tax man. But, um, but yeah, I think it is a practice that I've just always done. And because my husband had just had always done that as well, when we got mm. married, it was never, ever a negotiation. It was never even a question of it. Like we'd both yeah. come from households where our parents had done it. Um, that's not to say we haven't battled with it along the way because, yeah. yeah, giving your money away. And I think it's difficult whether you, sometimes whether you've got a lot of it or whether you've got a little, like you, you think it should be easier if you've got more money, but it's not always. Yeah. Um, no, but I know definitely. particularly when we were like newly married and we really, really didn't have much money, it, we really did feel the sacrifice of it more yeah. um, because we're thinking, well, we need all these other things to give money away felt really like an act of faith because we were essentially saying, 
if we give money to back to you, God, like if we give money to the church, we're not going to have money for these things. Yeah. And so we have to trust that either we don't need these things that we thought we needed money for or that you'll provide for them. Do you miss that feeling? Um, well, it is interesting because when I was preparing this, I remember a preacher always saying, if you want to see a miracle, like people go on about seeing miracles a lot. If you want to see yeah. a miracle of what God can do to provide for you, give ridiculous amounts of your money away. Yeah, more than and you can afford. More than you can afford to give away. And again, yeah. it's not to say God will like give it all back to you, but as in yeah. to see what miracle happens. And um, and I took that on board. And at university, because my, uh, my parents weren't very well off, I didn't just get my loan. I also got a grant, which was money that I didn't have to repay. And I got mm. it term by term. And one of the terms, I'd, I decided to give away two thirds of it. Um, wow. So for the whole term, I decided to give away two thirds of this grant. So it wasn't my loan that I had to repay. It was just this money that was given to me. And because I'd heard this preacher say it and I thought, well, I want to see a miracle. I want to see what God's going to do. Like, I can't, I don't know how I'm going to afford to live without this, this money. And I tell you, like, it was amazing how God provided for me. Like, I don't remember getting lots of money back and I don't think I did, but how he just took the bit of money that I had and stretched and it. Stretched it out, yeah. Like really <laughs> blew my mind. And and mm-hmm. so in some respects, like coming back to that question of do I miss it? I, I do think there is a real like when you give far more money away than you think is sensible, you're mm. putting yourself in that place of going, like you're not twisting God's arm, but you're putting yourself in the place of going, Oh God, I <laughs> I really need you to come through here because I don't think I should have given all that money money away. In retrospect, Um, Jesus, that was possibly a little bit irresponsible. Can I have it back? I know, I know. So you sort of think, I guess then if you end up in a financial situation where you have a lot more money, then I think it's maybe it's harder to keep trying to seek trusting him in that area, which you do still need to seek to trust him in. Um, and sometimes if he's abundantly given you lots of money, then it's because he's then calling you to provide for other people a lot more. Um, but I, I think I was more aware of the sacrifice of giving money away when I didn't have very much. Yeah. Yeah. I know various, like, well, I was just thinking of, um, John Piper speaks a bit about how his, him and his wife every year, review they're giving and there's they've got like a set amount that they sort of know that they need to live on like you know food and bills Mm. and stuff like that and then and so then like the rest of it they just give um it's so really good healthy practice isn't it or just yeah like review it as well sometimes you know it's great to give isn't it but it's great to kind of like keep giving more potentially and not just kind of once you've set it up as direct debit I guess the tendency is to just feel like okay job done and then it's just like another bill or something else isn't it and you don't really kind of you know think about what's going out but yeah it's interesting you just sharing then I'm just thinking about times in our lives when we've given far more than seemed sensible but I can I don't think we've 
we've never missed it not that I'm saying you shouldn't miss it maybe even like maybe it's good for you to miss it and just feel that you've made that choice to choose Mm. Jesus first is good thing but I mean it more in a way of like we've never wanted you know we're not in a worse position I think it's really I think there is something really in isn't there giving and being generous that then puts you in a better position like you you're trusting Jesus aren't you you're honoring him with your money and he's he cares for you and like you say I'm not talking about prosperity gospel I'm just talking about like the principle of okay Jesus I trust you this money is yours anyway so I'm going to give it and believe that you're going to provide for all my needs Mm. um but sometimes he does just do wonderful things doesn't he I was thinking about when um the big girls now when they were little and we didn't have that much money either. And, um, we, I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what the gift day was, but there was some sort of gift day and we gave a chunk away that felt like a real sort of test of faith as well. It felt like quite a lot of money. And then, um, like a few weeks later we had this big tax rebate come through. Mm -hmm. And at the time we were wondering about, I was wondering about doing a bit of training with care for the family and the tax rebate was the exact same amount that that (laughs) it cost to do this training. I know. And just like, oh, that's so wonderful, isn't it? Or like times where John's got a couple of good ones when he was at uni because he probably like out of the two of us, he's I probably am like I I hope I'm not stingy, but out of the two of us, I'm probably a bit more stingy than he is. Mm. Um. And he's probably just, you know, would just give more, which sometimes has created quite heated conversations <laughs> between the two of us. Um, it's just hard, isn't it? Because I really want to be generous too. But I know if we're at, if we're in a context where they're talking about a gift day or mm. like giving something, I know he'll probably suggest at least a couple of hundred more than what I will suggest, yeah, even though yeah. I'm thinking that, oh, what, what can I think of that would be a generous amount? Yeah. I know he'll always think of a higher amount. Yeah. <laughs> it's annoying. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, um, one of my favourite stories of him was when he was at uni and he'd given, I can't remember what he'd done, he'd given away like, quite a chunk of his money and he really didn't have very much money and it was more money than was probably you know if take God out of the equation you're just saying that's more than is sensible um but then the next day or so someone just slipped 300 pounds under his door and it was more than he'd you know it was more than he'd expected or given himself and just blew his mind and Mm. that's quite a lot of money when you're like student isn't it yeah absolutely yeah just so many like you say it's not prosperity gospel it's not sort of formulaic if I give I will receive this back but I genuinely believe you cannot out give God no I agree I've seen that principle in our own lives through and through like the more you give and you feel like it's quite like brave maybe but then you just discover oh <laughs> oh well Jesus you've just outdone me now because now yeah, you provided yeah. this <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I was just thinking when you were talking like how how do we become generous people like mm. you know are people that are some of the most generous the like not necessarily the ones that have the most amount of money but the ones that have seen God th- 
like they've stepped out in faith and seen God come through again and again and again. Yeah. And so it raises their faith. And so then when these gift days come around or even when cost of living goes up and they're like, should I keep, you know, giving money away that they're generous not based on their income, but they're generous because they're like, but I've seen God provide for me like over and over and over again. It's just, yeah. it's just made me think, how do we become generous people? Because I think I, I there's always movement on it, isn't there? That like, there's always yeah. a place to become more generous. Yeah. And I've just been thinking for myself, like it's my generosity has got to be based on what God can do, not how much money I've got. Yeah, um, yeah. Because if I really trust that God can like totally provide and sort it out, then then I guess why wouldn't I be generous? Um, I, I do think deep down maybe the reason why we're not is because we're like we're going to be lacking yeah. and we don't completely trust that God will like provide when we've given away. Yeah, I think as well, we have a tendency to like to build up a little storehouse. Yeah, we do. Like yeah. like that savings account, don't we? That looks like yeah. it can cover any emergency that might come our way or anything like yeah. that. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think for my own in my own life, the way I have got better at being generous is one, like just that monthly reg and I know everybody's circumstances are different as some people you know their income maybe doesn't come in a set monthly amount but mine does and has done for years so just that discipline of giving monthly like figuring it out looking at the sums together and sort of looking at yeah and you know I know I mentioned 10% before the bible talks about 10% doesn't it mm. um back in the old testament as well so that is kind of a good basis or maybe a, like a good start, but it doesn't have to be the end. You, like, yeah, great, absolutely. If you, can, if you can give more and more and more, isn't it? So going yeah. through finances and setting on a regular basis, at least that 10% of money going to church. Um, and then those, like we've said, gift days or other things like taking opportunities to go beyond what you've calculated mm. as part of your budget. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And, and giving yeah. bits of money that maybe you've even been saving for something else and using that and giving it away. I remember some, like, I feel so, it's fun. It does become fun, doesn't it, as well? I remember um, another time when we were in Exeter and we knew there was this particular gift day coming well, I didn't really intend to talk about gift days. We haven't done any gift days in our church, like, ever. But um, just come to You mind. will be now. I know, yeah. Um, no, it's not true. We have done for, like, different appeals and stuff. But anyway, in Exeter, they were asking for a sort of set amount of money for this particular project. And so we saved over quite a few months because we were really behind it. And we thought... There's no better way to show that you're really behind something than give your money to it. Yeah. So we saved for a good few months leading up to it. So when it came, we could give like a really hefty sum. And it just felt so lovely to give mm. a really like yeah. good amount over. And like we've had to save for this because it's not sort of money we've just got, but we're really behind what you're doing. 
It's really lovely, isn't it? That's great. That's really great. And I think something that you said, obviously, about tithing, yeah, that the Bible talks about it. And it was the idea of sort of giving the first fruits of what you'd yeah. earn or, yeah. you know, crop that you had yielded um, to give it away. And I, but it's interesting that, isn't it? Because we can have the mentality as Christians of, all right, give my 10% away. And the rest now is mine to do with what I would like. <laughs> um, yeah. And and there's still a problem with that, isn't it? Because, um, and I know I've, I felt like that at points. And I think probably lots of people have of like, I, right, I've ticked that box of like, I've given my 10% to God. So now he'll be happy. And now I can go and spend this, spend this yeah. how I want. And that, that has totally missed the point then, hasn't it? Because, yeah. um, the idea is not in any of this box ticking. So like whether you tithe or not as a Christian, God loves you the same. Mm. Um, if you choose to never give money away to your church, God's love is not dependent on that. Um, yeah. But it's the, it's the giving joyfully because you're trusting that actually, like you've said, like everything comes from him anyway. So yeah. the reason why you have a job is because God's provided for it. And the reason why you've got a house is because God's provided for it. And the reason why you have an income is because God's provided for it. And yeah. like coming back to that whole, how do we become generous? I think it is that perspective change of going like, this is not my money and yeah. I give it to God. Yeah. But this is all God's money. And he's chosen to filter this amount through me <laughs> yeah. for this period of time. That's the main way that's actually helped me. So then when you come to something like what I do with my money and whether I give however much I give to church, instead of looking at it like, well, it's my money and how much shall I give back to you, God? Yeah. It's actually like, it's God's money. How much of his money does he want me to? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And like, or how much of his money does he want to give to this gift day? Or how much of his money does he want me to give to bless this person? Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know, it, it might sound like a trite thing to do, but actually for me, I really think that it, that helps me more to be generous. Whereas if I tend to think of, I've got my money, I'll give 10% to God, I'll do the rest with what I want. Then if there's a gift day or something mm. and suddenly I'm being asked to give more of more of my money away, I'm like, but no, this is mine. I've already done my bit, <laughs> you know? And like your perspective is completely different, isn't it? As opposed to sort of going like this is God's money. So I need to, I need to be really generous in how yeah. I use it. Yeah. And I think there's, it's allowing the Holy Spirit to work on you within that. Cause I know that John and I have like, when we've been at church and they've been asking for money and we've both come up with a sum separately and then we come back and then we sort of go, but what would be a crazy amount to give? Like, what could, like, sometimes I'm like, what could we not afford? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, uh, that question. <laughs> I see you've asked it. You're like, oh, no. I <laughs> oh, know. And then, and because I think naturally, I do still think John is more generous than me. Like, and then you come back with an amount and you think, yeah, I don't know anything I should have asked that. Or like, what would be a crazy <laughs> I amount? take it back. But, but there is something in that of like, like 
it feels like you're taking a risk, but you're not because you're like, I know yeah. that God will provide yeah. for us. And a bit yeah. like I did when I gave my grant away, I so, I sort of really did it with real expectations. So I was like, I want to see a miracle. I'm going to see a miracle here because, or miracles, because there's no way I can cope without this money. Yeah. Um, and it actually felt really exciting. And so I'm not saying that in a frivolous way, let's all just go out and get rid of all our money. But I think we hang on to it so much more than we should be. And I guess doing it at this time where people are hanging on to it um, and you're sitting there going, I've got to pay these bills and I've got to do this and I've got to do that. Yeah. um, Within that is the, like, do I really, if you're a Christian, like, do I really trust that God will see me through this and if I choose to be generous and if I choose to give to this and if I choose to give to that that it will be okay yeah yeah definitely and it is it is like I don't say this lightly because um I know my own journey but like it is a matter of value and priority isn't it because you know you could you can say oh I can't afford it or whatever but then you're like oh but have you got Amazon Prime? And, yeah. You know, yeah. have you got Netflix subscription? Because really that's then, it's it's not can you afford it? It's a value and a priority thing, isn't it? And, mm-hmm. you know, we even try and teach kids that. I was really, a, one of them, um, the youth got baptised the other week. And so in kids' work, we were just very simply talking about, you know, that this youth today is saying they want to follow Jesus. So they're just saying when you love someone or you love something, you give your time and your money and your resources Mm. to it, don't you? So I think like, if we're honest with ourselves, our giving will really reflect how much we value Jesus and his church. And if our our giving is not that good, then I think maybe we really need to, ask ourselves quite seriously how much do I really value Mm. Jesus and his church because you do put your money where your mouth is don't you we we all we all make decisions about our money and we spend our money generally one on things that we need but then two on things that we want and I'm sure probably most people have got a mobile phone I'm sure probably most people have got like some sort of tv subscription to something and I do just think it's really interesting and telling, isn't it? Where are our hearts? I think money is such a useful tool to showing us where are our hearts really at? Like, what do we really want in life? Like, we can so delude ourselves, can't we? Oh, yeah, I love you, Jesus. I love you. Tell me what you want me to do with my life. I'll follow you. And then you're like, oh, so are you going to give like 10% of you? No. (laughs) Oh, that's a bit of a contradiction, isn't it? And like you're saying, I'm not not saying that for anybody to feel condemned. Like you were saying, Jesus loves us all. But I do think there's a challenge of how seriously are you going to take him? Like, how seriously are you going to follow him? Because if your money doesn't follow what you're saying you love then really, do you, do you really love it that much? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It just seems yeah. a bit contradictory to me. And, and uh, you know, I'm the biggest hypocrite of all of us. Like, I've found it really hard over the years to kind of put my money where my mouth is. Mm. And I'm really grateful for a husband that has kind of encouraged and challenged me along the way with that. But what I think, being on the other side of it as well and sort of 
having been employed by a church for quite a few years now, well, from because I was employed by a church in Exeter as well, and then we've moved here and we've church planted. Um, and so sort of seeing a little bit about church finances and just seeing how, like, it they don't run on love churches yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like they they kind of do as well a don't bit. get me wrong a bit <laughs> but there's just a practical reality to like you have to pay wages you have yeah, to pay sure. you know yeah. your insurances your annual subscriptions yeah. you have to pay room hire everything has got a cost to it and where you're in a context where people generously give that enables so much. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, if you're in a context where it feels like, you know, oh, the church is a bit starved of finances, you're so limited yeah. for what you can do as well. And that's really tragic. And I don't know that, I guess because we all are just like a little cog in a big machine aren't we that it's sometimes easy to overlook the contribution you personally can make yeah but nothing happens unless people give financially like it I think it's um I can't remember who I think it was oh I think it was in my I think it was R.T. Kendall who said like the biggest challenge to the UK church is one the lack of evangelism and two, the lack of financial giving. Yeah. And, um, yeah, having been employed by, you know, and trying to find solutions. Our context is a little bit different, too, because sometimes you get people who are t- really, gen- really generous and so, like, good with their finances, but it's still maybe not that much money. Um, so you have to look at different ways to resource things and finance things yeah. and whatever, like... Yeah, that's fine. But it is in I do find it interesting as well how gen like you were saying earlier, generosity doesn't seem to necessarily follow wealth no, at all. Abs- it doesn't no. seem to have like yeah. anything to do with wealth really. Mm. It's just seems to be people's mindset of Yeah, absolutely. I think it is. Like well there's that story in the Bible, isn't there, of, you know, Jesus with the disciples watching people put money into the pot and he praises mm. that old woman who gives yeah. out of her poverty. Yeah. Yeah. Um and yeah, I think that we can assume that people we tend to assume that people who have a lot of money are more generous, but actually like um money can really enslave yeah um and you've got to work really hard whatever situation I think you're in yeah to put Jesus first with money and there might be different challenges within it yeah um and that's why you know again I was thinking about how do we become more generous and I think one of it is like asking God to help you become more generous but it's also taking that prompting when he pushes you a bit more and says yeah how about how about giving this a bit more or, or even I find, um, I've started to try to do a bit more. Like if I'm talking to someone and they're talking about financial pressures on them of just saying to the Holy spirit, is this somewhere you want me to provide? Um, is this, is this a way that you want to bless this person for me in the same way that, a lot at the moment when I'm with people who are complaining of health issues, I'm like, God, do you want me to step out and pray for them for healing? Like they're they're similar. Like, do you want to use me to bless this person to pray for them? And so I think it's just, 
yeah, it's if we want to become more generous, I think it's asking God to do that work in us. But we can very easily ask him. And then when he gives us that opportunity, go, oh, I don't think I really want to do it. Um, and because he's I, gracious, he'll probably he'll then give you another yeah. chance. He'll keep giving it to you. And another yeah, chance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know, definitely. But I, but I do think it is we, the more we step out, the more we see God provide, the more we have faith each time. And I know that when we've had to give more money and we felt like God's gone, could you give a bit more? Like you have to really in those moments remember the fact that he has always provided for me. Like I've never been lacking anything. In fact, I've got abundantly more than I need. Mm. Um, And I have to remember that Mm. because then I'm more likely to give away and also to trust that God isn't asking me to give away to harm me. Like he's asking yeah. me to give away like for the good of the kingdom. And yeah. also because like it is one of our biggest witnesses, I think, yeah. to yeah. him and like what he can do. Because yeah. when other people are hanging on to their money desperately yeah. and we're actually going as a, as a church, we're going, we're going to, we're going to keep being generous. In fact, maybe we're going to push out in this time and we're going to we're going to be generous like what is that saying about our amazing god like we're yeah. saying we're not being flippant with our money in fact we're sort of saying we trust that there is a god who will look after us in whatever yeah. way that looks like yeah. he will look after us and i just i really really do think that is one of our biggest witnesses yeah. to his amazing power and sometimes we don't we don't want that one to be the witness <laughs> yeah but I think no I agree I think it's true and I think that can look like as well then people making decisions about finances that potentially look a little bit strange yeah. to other you know maybe yeah. it's like taking a pay cut because you believe yeah. God's called you into a different area or yeah you know particularly in the current crisis it would be so easy and you know probably no one's going to challenge you on it if everybody is sort of saying oh I can't really afford to like do that or give or or I can't really afford to do that at the moment because pressures on finances and I'm not suggesting by any means that there aren't actual serious pressures on finances. There are real serious pressures on people's finances at the moment. But like you say, it's not, it's not the time, like we're counter-cultural as Christians. So actually it's the time for more generosity rather than kind of withdrawing or holding on or trying to build up our storehouses. It's a time to step out and be generous where other people might be sort of shutting shutting down to that um yeah yeah and I you know I think it's so beautiful as well we've um I've just seen people around us who Christians around us who are sort of saying and they're not necessarily like really wealthy Christians at all and because again like it comes back we were saying before generosity doesn't seem to be that attached to wealth sometimes got people on the estate they've got so little but they're saying oh I have got this though does anyone like need this and people are sharing like you know household goods and clothing and things like that but I just think that is so beautiful and like quite a few people who've recently sort of said oh we're aware we're not in such a difficult position is there anything we can give 
our money to. And as a church, because we do work with quite a vulnerable area, there are lots of things that they could give their money to. <laughs> yeah. That could then help. Like we've got, you know, just one thing. We've got a fund that um, we use for people in the air. Social workers refer people to us and stuff like that. That's that great. we can, Yeah, it's lovely. We can help people with one-off purchases. Um so, yeah, it is a beautiful witness, isn't it? Yeah, It's for absolutely. someone to say, my own finances are under a different sort of pressure now, but my heart is that I really care about the people around me and I really care about the state of my neighbours. Is there anything I can do to help? That's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and giving, like, giving our money to the church as well is sort of saying that we believe that, the church is God's primary way of yeah. reaching the world with his kingdom. Like yeah. we can give to charity and we can give to all of that, but also yeah. giving to the church is saying the church is God's plan for the world, like yeah. to hear the message, to hear the good yeah. news. And like you were saying, churches need to be resourced. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I've worked for a church as well. And it like, and just seeing how much money you need. Yeah. Um, and often I'm amazed by how much churches can do when they're not so well resourced. Yeah, but you yeah. do find yourself thinking, wow, like how much more could we be doing? How many more people could we be reaching? Um, yeah. And that's also just to say that's always a decision between you and God. Like no one else needs to know how much yeah. you are or aren't yeah. giving. Um, yeah. That's just for you to sort out with him because everyone's financial situation is different. Yeah, so even yeah. if we stuck rigidly, which we don't need to, but even if we stuck rigidly to giving 10%, that would look different for everybody. Yeah. Um, I think it it's like you were saying, it's the heart, isn't it? Like yeah. you basically paraphrase that verse of where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is really a case of like where where is my treasure? And that's not to condemn us. That's just, often it's asking those questions for the Holy Spirit to sort of work on us and to bring out stuff, particularly I find for me in this area of like where I distrust. Like, yeah. why, why wouldn't I be more generous? And it's normally because of me going, um, because I, I don't really believe that God will help me keep the roof over my head if I give away all this money and mm. all the rest of it. Like there's a space in that for me, for God to speak to me about, do I trust that he's an abundant provider? Yeah. Yeah. And just, I'm just thinking again about um, people that I've known who sort of are new to faith and new to kind of new to following Jesus. And it's quite a big change, isn't it? The sort yeah. of learning to give, but that comes with like a total, like, lifestyle rehaul doesn't yeah, it of yeah. um you know what you're living for what you're living you know, who yeah. you're following um but yeah. it, I think as well just I've just got one particular person in mind and just thinking about their journey with it how it is like it is fun and I think it is supposed to be fun as well like learning how to give and learning how to give yeah. more and it doesn't have to be this like begrudging yeah negative thing like it's quite fun when you go on that journey isn't it of all right I trust you Jesus then I'll give this I've not done this before but I'll give this yeah and then he like so often he just blesses that person yeah. doesn't he in yeah. an unexpected way and then and, and he's just like building up 
absolutely your personal history with him of mm. trust of yeah. like, okay I, I do believe you Jesus I'm going to be if I give you know I don't need to worry you're going to provide for me um and I do want to like give my money because you are where my heart is at mm. but, yeah yeah, yeah, he's it's so good. It's supposed to be fun, isn't it? Yeah, it is supposed to be fun. We're not, again, because what sort of witness does it give to just be like, I've got to do this? Like, yeah. we're not, we don't, we don't live, you know, in that way anymore. Um, we're, we're not meant to be just doing it as a tick box exercise. And I guess, mm. yeah, thinking about when you become a Christian, it shouldn't be <laughs> the first thing that someone then says to you is, what's your direct debit details? <laughs> like, <laughs> give us money. Like, it should never be like that. But it's, you you just, you begin to want to do it because the Holy Spirit yeah. works that in you in the same way of, like, you want to tell your friends about Jesus because the Holy yeah. Spirit does it in you and you want to go to church because yeah. that's God working in you. You know, it's all, all of that together, isn't it? Like, we do it yeah. because... We love Jesus and because we trust him and because of the recognition that it's all from him, that yeah. he has given it all to us. Like we, without him, we can do nothing. We have nothing. Um, and I, as, I, as I've said, like that, that's the only way for me to be able to be generous is to keep reminding myself of that, of like, this money is not mine. It's passing through my bank account and yeah. it's passing through my hands. Yeah. But however little or however much God chooses to give me right now, it's absolutely his. And if I start getting attached to it, this is not going to be a good thing. Um, yeah. And I've ju- I was just thinking, actually, the, the few times where I felt like my money hasn't stretched is where I've not given it away. Mm. Um, so, like, there have been a couple of times and only a couple that I can remember where I stopped my church giving over a couple of months because I was like, we've got too much other stuff. And I couldn't believe how quickly my money disappeared. It's so funny, isn't it? It doesn't make sense sometimes, does it? No, no. And then conversely, when I have given money away, yeah. I've not been able to believe how far it's stretched. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that has been really interesting to me, that almost yeah. the more I've hung on to it, the more it's slipped through my fingers, yeah. the more I've given it away... Yeah. the more I've I felt more solid and provided for and like with my feet set upon a rock. Yeah. Um, it's felt way more shaky to sort of hold it back almost. Um, and I, I found that really interesting when I was remembering over those times. Yeah, I suppose that's um, like another sort of general principle of following Jesus as well, isn't it? The more, the more tightly we hold on to anything. Yeah on this earth like the more it just feels like it slips through your finger be that a relationship or a job or your finances like it but if you can let it go and trust and cling on to Jesus you have much more enjoyment of all those things don't you yeah yeah I thought you might be about to go into the song Let It Go from Frozen then as a as a way to serenade us out of this um podcast. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss that. Yeah. I'm gonna bypass yeah. that option. Thank uh, you. Like for all of our listeners, I did try to get her to sing there, but it did not happen. Let it um, go. <laughs> 
That wasn't very good, was I'm, it? I'm not joining in with you. <laughs> no, fair enough. <laughs> I reckon we should end on that note, though. <laughs> yes, let's. Unless you have anything else profound I'm to not say. sure I can top it, actually. <laughs> yeah, I know, so, yeah. I don't think you can top it. That's glorious. Um, okay, well, we shall end it there, um, and we'll be back again soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics, please email questions at the not so perfect Christian life.com. Oh, 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 oh,